Hi, and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Fruit. And me, Ronald Warfield. Hi. Hello, Holly. How's everyone doing this week? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, Grant. Yeah. It's cold now. It got cold. It did. It finally turned. Um, I think we were getting away with it for a long time with the mild wind and the, yeah, and the, you know, they're not really that cold. But this week was the first week I felt it like so. I know. I I had yeah. the. I actually put the heating on during the day today. <sighs> so depressing. It it's is. really like. And do you know what another sign of the cold weather coming in is? The butter, is, when it's at <laughs> room temperature, is like hard. It's not spreadable at room temperature, and I. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. You keep yours out. This is the big. Yeah. This is the big burning keep question that this yeah. podcast, you know, uh, aims aims to find out. So you well, keep you know, the butter outside the fridge. In, on, outside the like, fridge in a in a, in a dish. dish. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. do I. Yeah. It's the only way. If it's real butter, if it's that yeah. spreadable shite, then you can put that anywhere. Like you know, you could probably put that in like a freezer, and it still just come out still, like spreadable. Yeah. 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 It's no good. <laughs> Snow bueno, as they say. And um, yeah, it is. It's very hard. And basically, it's, you know, you can't really, it's difficult to use. It is. It is. So it's, that's like, it's toast fine. Regular bread, forget about it. It's going to be a massacre. It's going to be a massacre. You're going to rip holes through that bread. It's not happening. You're just not going to have a ham and butter sandwich. Well, actually, I was, I was going for a crisp sandwich in my mind. That's weird that you went ham and I went oh, crisps. Interesting. Actually, you could use the cold butter on your bread, but only if it was <laughs> with the aim to actually have butter as an ingredient in your sandwich. <laughs> as like a, something in it, like you yeah, know, a layer like of butter and, and a layer of ham and a layer of cheese. Yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah. the butter is as thick as the ham. Like, yeah, 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 I know what you mean, yeah. It's I like an it. actual <clears throat> added ingredient as opposed That's to fair. just like a little spread on, on the, the a, bread. A garnish on the bread. Like, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. We, we have very unhealthy sandwich <laughs> habits. That's what I'm learning today. We do. <laughs> it's no good. But it's, actually, uh, well, butter is fine, isn't it? <laughs> none of the quantities we're talking. Certainly <laughs> 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 not the ones I'm thinking of anyway. Butter is so good, though. Like it's a, a one way ticket to cholesterol city. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and don't forget, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking of there. I think I was going for like, and that's the bypass express. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to take that uh, the bypass to your bypass. <laughs> Like and then I just thought of Polar Express there, and I was thinking that's that's a really good, that's a lovely Christmas movie. Mm, it is just <laughs> famous for its associations with heart attacks. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we have fun. So yeah, we're we're uh, we're in the home stretch now for Christmas. It's, it's finally yeah. be, now the Halloween's over. It's just Christmas everywhere. Just Christmas lights. There's there's a balcony in my apartment complex <gasps> that has just gone crazy. Really? They literally, they've literally put up the brightest, most obscene Christmas lights you've ever seen in your life. And like, it's not a big balcony. It's like a, like, I would say 10 feet by four feet wide. Like, okay. Yeah. Feet yeah. Wide maybe. And it's about 10 feet long. You'd fit, you'd fit like the old, this, um, the, the clothes rack on it. Yeah. And maybe one, it. one table and chair. Yeah. And 
they you could probably see this thing from space at night. It's like, yeah, they've gone nuts. Really? And when you drive in, all you see is this balcony. It like completely outshines the rest of the block. Like, And is there like an actual Christmas tree or is it just like all the lights? Not in the balcony, it's just all of... lights. Wow. But they're really, really bright. Like it's mad. So. Are they those kind of bluey lights? I'm not a big fan of the bluey kind of. No, they're the soft white. Oh, okay. But there's like lots of them and there's like flashing <laughs> like... animations and stuff. Like it's. Oh, wow. Yeah, they've gone nuts. So. You're like, this is a bit intense. As long as it's not like going into your bedroom, you don't mind. No, no, it's not facing us at all. Oh, yeah. But um, I'm a bit worried that it might be a sign of how this apartment, see this is our first Christmas in this new apartment. Oh, block. yes. And I'm worried that it might be like this weird Christmas you know, thing with this, with this, with this block that they just go nuts at Christmas. Like, hi, Ronan. Welcome to yeah. Christmas land. Yeah. And I'm like, uh oh, this is like, <laughs> it's like weird keeping up with the Joneses. Everyone just goes nuts. Yeah. So, let's hope not. And I well, don't hate Christmas and I love Christmas, so I'll I'll be decorating, but I won't go nuts. Yeah. So. In the end of the day, it's like it's kind of actually handy if you've a few places though that do a few lights and things, because you know, you're looking out at it. So it's kind of nice to have something like that to look out at mm, rather mm, than definitely. like, you know, and you don't it means then you don't have to go like too crazy in your own uh, balcony. Because, like, everyone else has done the decorating, kind of, mm. on your behalf. I can just, yeah, super. I can just put, like, a little glow-up thing of the Grinch. Oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> that would mm. be good. Yeah. But, uh, we'll see, we'll see. Yes, we will. Uh, keep us posted on that, because that... I will. Yeah. I will. Um, so, how was your week? Grand. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to London uh, this weekend. Oh, you're going so to London. I'll be reporting back Opera London. Yeah. Uh, next week. So this, but this past week has been kind of uneventful. Um, I submitted a project and yeah, just been working. It was a week of hell actually with work. My boss is off and everything was just collapsing. And it was just kind of like, I'm just going to just close my laptop and walk away now. <laughs> it's like that meme with the dog and he's in a room that's on fire. It's like, this is bad. And it's a big smile on his face. <laughs> Have you seen that one now? <laughs> no. I've I don't seen know like what it's a from. billion memes, but. Uh, yeah, but it's just like the dog sitting there. He's got a smile on his face, but the room was on fire all around him. And he's like. Ah, this is bad, you know. No, that is you. exactly what I was like. That's exactly what I was like. Yeah. Just, you know, okay, so um, this is happening and I'm just going to just try and breathe and hopefully it'll... <laughs> and walk away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then just come back the next day and hopefully it'll be gone. Magically so. Yeah. 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 Like nothing actually changes. Just I like your work ethic. I do. <laughs> Hopefully it's fine now. Do, do, do. Um, yeah, no, but actually this week is, this week feels like a totally different week. It's so mad. Um, so I'm glad that it's, uh, it feels less stressed, kind of. It's good. What about you? How's your week going? Um, 
not so much stress this week than it was last week because it was like work plus the sickness plus everything else that was going on. Yeah. This kid was sick. And now this week's a bit mellow, you know, it's not too bad. You're, you're feeling a tiny bit of a cough as a as a result of the sick I had last week. Just but, run um, down. Yeah, it's just the rundown stuff, but you know, nothing a few lamb sips and a and a cough bottle won't take care of. Um so. do you feel like you have weird looks by people because they're like looking at you when and I cough. going oh god yeah unclean unclean uh, that's the looks i get yeah yeah I, I made the mistake of having a little coughing fit in work uh earlier on today and they're all like oh you've got COVID, blah 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 you're, just like, like, yeah, you're all hilarious hilarious yeah like yeah. covered faces just like Ooh. yeah so immediately when you, anyone sees you or hears your cough it's just like yeah 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 so, but in fairness, you probably stigma. would do the same. It's a stigma I now face as a coffer. <laughs> so I know how, like, do, yeah, New social stigma. I know oh, it's 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 bad. It is bad. It is uh, bad. I met <clears throat> uh, Nicola, friend of the pod, and um, she was feeling a bit sick as well. Get well soon. And Get well soon she was saying that um she kind of like almost had to put it out there like you know i've it's okay it's not covid i've done it like straight away kind of like when i met like i'm a bit posting the antigen test online like look it's clear you know showing me her like antigen (laughs) results on her phone app just like look uh check this i know she didn't but it was uh yeah i could like i feel bad for people who have just literally got the common cold at the mm. moment because it's just like just the kind of the immediate like you can talk to me I'm a real person <laughs> don't stand so far away yeah it's oh, yeah. not the c word <coughs> so yeah yeah it sounds that, bad that sounds that like, have I got long left doesn't sound like I do like the black long is it yeah yeah <laughs> I, I even actually just popped there years. I didn't even Sorry, you said that. I said I was down in those mines for twenty years. Twenty years. years. And I smoke forty a day every day. You know those people though that have actually smoked, like those little old men and women, like Mm. going around ninety, ninety-nine years old, fifty cigarettes a day. Those short ones as well, no filters. Yeah, but you you only hear about those because they're like you know anecdotal stuff. They're anomalies. Like yeah, yeah, for every yeah. one of those, there's ten people who died from the exact same thing. Like you know, so that's just like, oh, my granny's mother's sister, blah blah blah. She lived to be 105. I know, uh, and she was then, fine. Like everyone else's granny gone by the age yeah. of 70 because they smoked the exact same things. Like so, that's true. Yeah. It's just that they're around, so you see them, and they're like, yeah. all right, yeah. And most of the time, they look like they want to be dead. They're all like just <laughs> yeah. hunched over, tiny old people who yeah. are just. 70% tobacco anyway like you know so, so. <laughs> this is true it is true anyway cool well what did um oh yeah so i think you went first last week yes correct um so my things so i ended up choosing v for vendetta Ooh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Full. Um. 
I was going to say disclosure. full declaration. Full disclosure. disclosure. That's what That's you're so... Full declaration. <laughs> America was found. No. <laughs> I had seen this movie, I think, when it came out very, like, when I, when it came out in the movies. Hmm. But That's 2006. Yes. But I actually <clears throat> had not seen it since and kind of forgot a bit about it. So... I was like, I'm watching it again You're because again. also cool. it's um just recently added to Netflix. So if you haven't watched it, it's a recent ad. Mm. And then also because the 5th of November is Guy Fox. So um, I kind of felt like, it was, yeah. yeah. So I kind yeah. of felt like it was time. That, Very prescient. Yeah. And that was actually why I suggested the whole 5th of November thing. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's like literally on my it, it came up like almost first on my trending uh trending now on Netflix. Mm. Um so it's it's and you more, might more say it's added. also a little bit more it's also a little bit more prescient these days now with Brexit and stuff. It is <laughs> with Brexit, yeah. it also has COVID <clears throat> in there because there's like talk about spread of viruses viral outbreak. yeah yeah, yeah. um we'll get into it go on yeah Give you a rundown sure yeah so uh v for vendetta so it was um released in 2005 it was actually released in 2006 in ireland um so it stars natalie portman and she basically is um uh, she works in tv uh hugo weaving he stars as v as the main guy um John Hurt is the Chancellor. Um and then Stephen Fry is in it, and then Stephen Ray is uh chief inspector. So basically, it's set in future England, and basically a sort of a civil war has broken out in America and is spread over to the UK. So there's kind of a bit of like it's it's not a good time. There's a um, bit of a di- dictatorship going on. So John Hirsch is what they call the chancellor. So he's kind of like the dictator of uh, England. And so you can see from the get go, there's um, there's curfew uh, in the streets in the evenings. So there's literally loudspeakers going on saying like, you know, you can't be out. No one has no one can be outside at this time. Please return back to your homes. Um, there's surveillance vans going around picking up uh, like monitoring kind of sound that's, um, you know, picking up people's conversations. And then there's censorship going on, too, because when we we can see like the tv station and and sort of reporting happening as well and there's clear changing around of stories and they're sort of basically uh creating new stories out of out of the news stories that are actually happening putting spin on everything yeah 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 so like they're the main kind of uh they're like sort of basically the that's the the world of the story, if you know what I mean. 
Um, yeah. And then it starts out. So Portman is going to meet uh, a guy on a date. And then, yeah, she gets sort of, there's guys or police that are going around trying to, you know, monitor the curfew. And they ended up almost attacking Portman. And then this guy comes along and he's got the sort of Guy Fawkes mask. I think is a Guy Fawkes mask. Or is it's, it's, yeah, another... this they call it Guy Fawkes mask, but it looks more like, you know, the uh, the old theatrical masks that they yeah. use to like show the like the symbol sad. of the theatre. The happy sad one. This looks like the happy one. Yes. <clears throat> I think there's a name for it, but I can't yeah, think so. Yeah, but yeah. I think everyone sort of recognises the Guy Fawkes mask. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so... Portman is almost attacked and then this guy comes along with the mask and he's got like a wig and a hat in like a black cloak and he he's dressed very much in the in the same way as when you see pictures of Guy Fawkes from like 1650. Yeah, he's, he's got that that brim hat, the, the yes. long brim, yeah, yeah. And he also is seems to be an expert kind of uh, swordsmith too so he kind of ha- he can handle like kind of uh, blades and stuff um, but anyway so Portman's getting attacked V comes along they meet and she's kind of intrigued by him but uh, because he saved her she kind of obviously has a level of trust so he brings her up and up to a rooftop which is like you're, you're looking at her going like why are you going up this guy is like <laughs> she armed nothing. to the hilt with gun or not guns but he, he did save her life and he's very charming so you know. yes he is extremely yeah. charming and very well spoken mm. and he's clearly yeah extremely intelligent and stuff so he brings her up to the rooftop and he shows her um he's i think he, he says like oh do you want to listen to some music and then uh she's like yeah sure and he uh, blows up the old Bailey. And this is all within the first, you know, 20 minutes. So it's not any mm. big spoiler. But basically his intentions are for kind of major damage. Yeah. Um, it's like it's the start of a campaign, a year yes. long campaign sort of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, then so he learns that she works in TV. They're slowly getting to know each other because, um, uh, yeah, of what's actually just happened that evening. And so she goes into work then into her TV station and one thing leads to another and V manages to get on TV, puts his message out there. And in that toing and froing, um, Portman gets injured and then V decides to bring her back to his lair. So he kind of lives underground in a sort of a, a makeshift kind of tunnel. And all the subways have been shut down, haven't they? Yes. To like restrict freedom of movement. Around. So he's <clears throat> basically created a home out of like in the underground, in part of the underground in London. And that's where he kind of he lives. So because she's injured and he knew that the way the government and the police are, 
if um because she was kind of associated she was known to be of um to have been associated with him uh because she kind of saved his life at one stage during that scuffle in the tv station that uh she he, he knew that because she saved him he she would be led off and basically shot or you know uh worse Orchard, yeah yeah so he yeah so basically she stays underground with him um for a while then because he's trying to co- organize his big plot um meanwhile in the above ground area mm-hmm. um Stephen Ray is the chief inspector and he's trying to suss out who the hell is she um and who the hell is V yeah and so there's kind of a continual um investigation happening as well and he kind of figures out that um that yeah there's kind of a few people that start to get uh knocked off and they're kind of they're all linked mm. and they're all linked to a kind to a hospital that they all worked in and it's got very big themes of like the holocaust and um this hospital they seem to have done sort of chemical experiments on the people that went there mm-hmm. and it just kind of even imagery and stuff in it it had like very, uh, yeah, very of bodies thrown yeah. into a pit mm-hmm. and it was very yeah it was very like concentration camp kind of vibes so Which speaks to the, to the to the wider theme of like fascism in the uk like and how yeah. it's fully fully taken over like yes and yeah there's a huge amount of like anti-immigrant anti-muslim uh sentiment as well spoken by um some of the main sort of the you know heads of state kind of people um and yeah so basically it's it's those two kind of narratives running it's it's v and natalie portman kind of trying to take thing sort of joining forces in a way and and trying to take the the man down and then there's sort of Stephen Ray going around trying to figure out who the fuck is V and what is his purpose and then also he's feeling like him himself as an inspector he's feeling the heat from the head honchos on his side um, during this investigation as well Mm. because it's dealing with uh, a part of, I guess, their immediate history that they don't want disclosed either. Yeah. Um, But it's it's such a clever storyline. I love how it actually, it's so kind of eloquently, even in some of the, the lines in the movie, and that the screenwriting is really amazing. Yeah, it's strong, very strong. Um, and it for like a for like a, a a sci-fi set in a dystopian future kind of film, it's very, it's very like 
it's extremely sharply written, as you say, and it's very grounded in reality as well. Like, yeah, it's totally great. Well, it's just unbelievable because I mean, like, you know, for 15 years ago, say, um, it's really demonstrated a lot of truth in what's happening at the moment. Mm, And even just at one stage, it almost looked like the storming of, um, what you call it in America, but then it was kind of out of Capitol Hill. Yeah. (laughs) But it was not, but it was kind of like not exactly the same, but it was sort of similar looking in terms of the army and the people. Yeah, The the, the imagery was quite similar, but the intentions were totally different. Intentions were not. Yeah. Yeah. And just having like, I remember first watching it and kind of being shocked at the, there's a reporter uh there's a reporter character and he's sort of the quite a right wing conservative conservative mm. yeah, yeah. uh loud mouth kind of uh presenter of a of a TV show and I remember thinking he was so kind of fake and over the top not real yeah not yeah. like it wasn't that was quite obvious like how unusual that was and then it's just that is the norm and um, well there's no, there wouldn't be anyone's extreme on him on english television like pierce morgan gets close i guess because he's such an arsehole and he just says all the stuff that he says just for attention but like i mean if you look across the pond to america like every commentator on fox news just imitating that that character you're talking about like they just yeah. say anything and it's disgraceful the stuff that they say like <clears throat> There's one guy who I can't remember the name. What's it? Tucker it... Carlson. Oh, yeah. He is the worst. Like, he is literally, like, the absolute worst in terms of, like, you wouldn't even call him a journalist. You know, you, it, it's just, it's insane how much he gets to say and is allowed to say it because, you know, it speaks to a certain conservative right-wing base. Yes. And that's exactly, like, he was the first person, when I rewatched this, he was the first person that spoke to my mind when watching that character. Yeah, because he just said stuff just to rile people up and stir up hatred and racism, like you know. Yeah, and like you, you wouldn't be too far off because I mean, it's written by Lana and Lily Wachowski, who mm. are American, and <laughs> so I mean, like, even though it is, you know, set in England, um. You it's know. also based on the uh, the graphic novel again by Alan Moore. Yes, which it didn't stray too far from in terms of its style and its content. Like it's it it's extremely. Uh, it sounds so stupid to say that. Like about it's it's, it's extremely visual. <laughs> it's extremely um, graphic novelly. We'll say. Yes, it in has a it's, definite it's, style. And yeah, its photography see, is very yeah. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can see it. Um, you can almost see the it fits into those squares. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's and and like everyone plays amazing roles in this. Like everyone is so everyone acts really really well. Mm. Um, I yeah. I do I I like Stephen Ray in particular in this. He's very good. Yes. Um. Because he's kind of like the realistic glue that held everything together, I think. 
the other characters being so uh, off the wall, suppose, kind of off the wall comic book, but he's definitely the most grounded in it, and like he kind of brings it all home, like at the end. But um, yeah, and it wasn't um, and actually they kind of <clears throat> do a nod into the Irish thing as well because they they bring up his like Irish background too. To sully um, his name or to sully his word on things. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's just basically it's dogging on anyone who isn't white, Protestant, and English. And English, yeah. In which you know is you won't have to look very far to see where that's happening in real life, like you know. Yes, I know. So yeah, that's why it's actually unbelievably on point for mm. a film that was made 15 years ago. Um, obviously more so than it was when it was made like yeah Yeah, I know unfortunately unfortunately, that's the case um but yeah so I was um yeah I didn't actually realize when I was looking up then about Guy Fawkes because Guy Fawkes is really more of an English thing but uh so yeah your man went and tried to blow up the house of parliament and failed but that's because he wanted a catholic king and not the protestant king and yeah. then people well, this is at the point when the 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 king the english who had been catholic up to a certain point then created their own version called catholicism called protestantism yeah just because henry the eighth was didn't or yeah or whoever it was didn't want to you know be stuck with the same wife he wanted to get divorced and he started to sound religious yeah i don't want them more than one wife so he uh he starts he starts that whole thing and yeah the the guy fox thing was a he was an irishman i think who just retaliated by doing what he tried to do <clears throat> and they burn effigies and it's actually got a lot of anti-catholic sentiment in it mm. but i never realized it was an anti-catholic thing i just thought it was like a fireworks thing but there you go Mm, indeed there you go oh and also because the english had no sewing so they had no halloween so this is like their halloween just their thing yeah so yeah there you are history the present and the future all in one review well done holly (laughs) (laughs) you are welcome and on a little bit of a tangent there with v but um that was good yeah V for Vendetta <clears throat> is definitely one to watch this November. Definitely. Cool. Alrighty. Um, and then we move on to my one, I guess. Yeah, I can't uh, remember what I gave you. Random ones. Uh, you gave me uh, The Holiday and The Firm. Oh, yeah. The mm. Firm. I, I so. remember The Holiday, actually. And then I was like... <clears throat> I wasn't in the mood for The Firm, so I went with The Holiday. Uh, oh! By coincidence, also released in 2006. Um, oh my God, we were on yeah, the same. We were definitely on the a 2006 buzz. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't so basically. very Christmassy, was it? Not very Christmassy. It's set at Christmas, but it, it's not really about Christmas. Um, no, yeah. But, you know, because it's set at Christmas, it's considered a Christmas film. Like, um, But I had never seen it, so uh, I don't know why I went with it. Um, so basically, it's very, uh, it's a very 
simple premise, I guess. So you've got Cameron Diaz, who is a movie trailer producer who lives in L.A. Uh, she is uh, breaking up with her boyfriend, played by Ed Burns, who is also in the movie industry, um, because she found that he cheated on her. Um, at the same time in England, we've got Iris, who's played by... Blah, 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 blah. Kate Winslet. Uh, Kate Winslet, yep. <clears throat> and Kate Winslet is uh, in the middle of um, a one-sided love affair with her, is it her boss? Played by Rufus Sewell? Like he's, I think one of the bosses in the company. One I of the bosses, their like ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, it's their ex-boyfriend anyway. He's played by Rufus Sewell. He's uh, he's basically in her office all the time. Uh and because she still loves him, of course, and he's still in her eye line every day, she never gets over him. Um, but then she finds out uh, around this time that he is engaged to someone else. Uh, and up to that point, it had been implied that they got off, out of, or she had seen him basically flirting with the idea of getting back with her or never stopped flirting with her and was always friendly and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, so we have both women who are now uh, desperately unhappy with their love lives. Um so they jump on the internet and they come across a house swap website uh, where they both put their respective properties up for swap. Um, so very quickly, in the space of a couple of days, um, Cameron Diaz commits to moving into Kate Winslet's house and Kate Winslet moves into Cameron Diaz's house. And therein is the crux of the story. So off, uh, Kate Winslet goes to sunny LA and Cameron Diaz comes back to England which is very Hollywood version of England. It's all like, you know. It's the Cotswolds. The Cotswolds. It's like a beautiful little cottage. It's like, you know, lovely, ornate, uh, snow-dusted countryside. You know, it's, it's all very, very. I feel like the fire was lighting <clears throat> in, in, the cot- in, in the cottage. When she arrived. Yeah. yeah I feel like there's a little yeah. plume of smoke just kind of. Even though there's no one there, you know. No, even though there's yeah, no it was, one there. It was just ready to receive people. Like, you know, it's just a yeah. warm, calm little cottage. Uh, she obviously doesn't like it at first because it's not got any of the LA fancy trims that she's used to. And of course, Kate Winslet loses her mind when she moves into this palatial LA mansion, which is just off the charts, swimming pools, hot weather, the whole lot. Like, Yeah, it looks amazing, actually. <clears throat> so, uh so yeah, that's that's where they're at at that time. Uh, then one night, uh, while Cameron Diaz is at home alone getting drunk, I think it is, listening to shit music, she uh, gets a knock at the door and it's Jude Law, who is Kate Winslet's brother. Yes. Um, and obviously very handsome because this is mid-2000s Jude Law, so he's you know, at the peak of his handsomeness <laughs> before he lost all his hair. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> he so uh, his Kate- hair? Oh yeah, big time. He's still attractive. Of course, he's still like Jude Law, but this is like peak Jude Law. Like so, obviously Cameron Diaz is bowled over by how handsome he is. So in starts their little romance. Uh, on the other side, Kate Winslet comes across uh, Jack Black, um, who is a composer, I think. Yeah, movie composer. And she starts a little friendship with him, which starts to blossom into more than a friendship. Um, and there's a couple of little side plots as well like uh, Jude Law's character has a bit of a complication on his side and Kate Winslet comes across her elderly neighbour in LA who's played by the late Eli Wallach uh, who's essentially just a very old uh, screenwriter 
screenwriter. He's like the old timey Hollywood screenwriter who's basically just been forgotten by by the industry. Um, but is a fascinating character because he's just like a real insight into like the golden age of Hollywood, as it were. Um, and uh, yeah, so she starts a little uh, thing with him, little subplot with him, friendship going there. But uh, yeah, essentially, romance is the is the is the is the name of the game. So it blooms for Kate and Jack, and for Cameron and Jude. And yeah, that's it. I won't ruin the rest of it because I think yeah. I pretty much covered all the bases without getting into spoilers. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my review, by the way. Uh, no, yeah. uh, <laughs> cool. it was okay. It was okay. It was um, it was funny in parts. Um, very cheesy. A little, probably too cheesy. Um, yeah. A little too Hollywoody. Um, it's directed by Nancy Myers, who is quite like the uh, the, the quintessential feel good comedy yeah. director. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. She's uh, I'm just trying to get some of her other films here. So yeah, like it's the collection of feel good comedies and stuff like that. It's uh, Father of the Bride, Isle of Trouble, Father by Two, Parent Trap, What Women Want, Something's Got to Give, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're all there. It's all you know the very same sort of uh, wheelhouse in terms of like the um, you know the the, the visual aesthetic and the and uh, you know the general feeling of just a feel good comedy sort of thing like and of course it's set in Christmas so they go you know added. above and beyond it's yeah, they give it to, they go above and beyond to show you the, the the beautiful side of you know a picture perfect Christmas sort of thing like, especially in the English parts where they're just basically you know like I said they snow dust everything and it's yeah and it's like a postcard every time the camera moves so yeah look not the worst film I've ever seen uh Certainly, I can see why people embrace it as a Christmas film. It's by no means you know, hilarious, laugh out loud or anything, but it's fine. You know, it's yeah. feel good. Yeah, it definitely has feel good vibes, I think, I in ex- comparison was- to other rom-coms. And I think as much as they sort of dance over, like, it's, you know, they gloss it up a lot. It's, I think the characters are still quite well formed. Mm. Um, yeah, I was I was surprised at the depth that they gave Jude Law's character. I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting him to give him a, as much depth as they did. Yeah, and that was good. And as well as that, the uh, the subplot with Kate Winslet and Eli Wallach was also quite nice and unexpected. Yeah, because as a friendship. Yeah, as a friendship, because there's the kind of stuff that you don't really expect on a film like this. You expect yes. it to be just a by the numbers, just love um, interest only. Love interest only, like you know. Uh, I did notice very uh, craftily that um, all the like you know smoochy romance scenes are all Jude Law and Kate Winslet. There's no scenes of Kate, uh, or sorry, Jude Law and Cameron Diaz. There's no scenes of um, Kate Winslet and Jack Black smooching. They only let the really attractive people smooch. <laughs> did you notice? But they, there definitely is more smoochy in Jude Law and Cameron. That's what Diaz. I mean. Like, but is, they're more aesthetically they pleasing do. to look at. But, but don't Kate and Jack not smoochy? They have a kiss at the end when they're all reunited. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not a spoiler because, you know, 
20 years ago and yeah you, know, yeah. you can see what's going to happen a while away so shut up um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so they don't they don't they show any physical romance between Kate and Jack who are probably the most realistic couple in it yeah but they definitely show you know the good looking people wearing the face off each other every chance they get like it's so. true I did notice that, you know, but um, no, other than that, rant. Yeah, it's fine. It'll kill two hours. A bit long, actually. I thought it was over two hours. Like, was it? Yeah, 136 minutes. Wow. So for a rom-com, that's pretty that's substantial. Quite long. Mm. I kind of feel like maybe that added bit with Dude Law was kind of almost like they put a, they put this movie on front of an audience and they're like, what was the fucking point of him being in it? He and then they kind of gave him more of a backstory. Yeah. So they got an extra yeah, 20 minutes was, on the end. Yeah. Well, it worked because it gave him a bit more, more depth and it kind of made you feel, you know, he wasn't just a human Kendall, you know, yeah. there, there for the scenery. Like, so. And that, and, and given him more depth then kind of actually gave her more depth as well hmm. yeah, yeah because it's like she doesn't want him <laughs> just for being a Ken doll either yeah exactly Although I, I will I say enjoyed that the, the, yeah I was going to say the thing that the, the depth that we're talking about here I might as well say is that he has kids um, that he doesn't want to you know expose to the many women he's probably had because he looks like mid 2000s Jude Law so um, yeah so he has kids and you know um but I'm like sitting there lying again. He's got two fucking young kids at home. Who's minding these kids while he's off pissing yeah. up with his mates every night? Like he's he was out with every her night, like. every, yeah. Yeah. He's out with his mates. He comes, he, he first turns up at the cottage drunk because he thinks yeah. his sister's going to be Because he was there. out. Yeah, because he was out. And it's not Carmen Diaz. And then he's out the next night. That's where you run into her again. And, and he's he out for New night. Year's or there's some other Yeah, just he's, 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 guy's got no problem finding a babysitter. Like, but I wonder, uh, that's his other girlfriend, is the babysitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like... the one who's pining. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I babysit for his kids, you'll see how much she loves me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We didn't so. see her in the movie, though. Yeah, bless but that did... poor babysitter. Um, So Cameron Diaz plays like this mad, you know, kind of career. Not this mad career driven She's just a career-driven person. No, she's and, more of a workaholic, I think. it's Or, it's, yeah, yeah, it's more workaholic. Yeah. So she's kind yeah, of obsessive yeah. about it. And so, but I love how the fact that she is a trailer um, producer. So she literally creates trailers for multiple different films. And um, she kind of hears her life being said in... A commercial yeah, that was a nice speak. Touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you know, I don't know what I can't remember what her character is, but it's like yeah. you know, Cameron Diaz is walking down the street, yeah. and uh, she's unsure of her life because this man is really hot. Yeah, <laughs> all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Now that was a nice touch, Ariel Skill. Lots of like winks and nods to like obviously people who are like in on the industry. Yeah, because like you know. Jack Black is a composer and she's a movie trailer producer and yeah so and the fact like, that you know. John Krasinski is like an editor for That's two right. seconds I forgot about Krasinski at the start he's like, like he looks he's about four years old for, yeah <laughs> he's literally Jim I think he still yeah. has his Jim wardrobe on and yeah. he's like just kind of like he's season like, one Jim in the office and he's like 
doing he's just like being a, a commercial editor mm. a trailer editor on the on the film it's funny looking at the camera every time somebody says something it's like john <laughs> stop looking at the camera <laughs> it's not the office you suck krasinski get off <laughs> you're fired you're fired. <laughs> they they didn't fire him in the end, but they just reduced his his role yeah. to like he, two seconds. He had like a big supporting cast part, like yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was probably he going was to be having the an Jack affair Black. with Cameron Diaz. He was probably he... going to be the Jack Black, you know. That was probably yes. Going to be, uh, yeah, and then he just kept looking at the camera, and so they got rid of him and brought Jack Black in instead. He would have actually been a good <clears throat> link with Kate Winslet because he could have been there editing like you know he could have been kind of in the house editing mm-hmm. you're filtering and... a true like modern day Krasinski when he's all like you know famous and hot but like back then he's just like a 12 year old in Hollywood trying to get them, so yeah it's true he wouldn't be as big a star as Jack Black was see, back then yeah but I would see like him and Kate Winslet more <coughs> than Jack Black and Kate Winslet yeah yeah true I mean he's with another English woman Emily Blunt. That's true. In like in real life. Yeah. So and they don't look that too different. They don't look that the same. No, yeah, that's true. They but don't I think... look that too different. But yeah. Good, this good. is a podcast where I speak English. Well. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it doesn't matter if you're drunk. <laughs> it's half ten at night time, everyone. I'm very tired and and drunk. I'm totally sober. I literally have water in front of me. I'm totally sober. Okay, it's fucker. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, yeah. So, bottom line is, watch it if you want to kill two hours. I'm sure anyone who would be interested in that kind of thing has already seen it. But it'll be a nice little watch over the Christmas period. I'm sure. Yeah, even if you're, even if you have seen it already, and you're like, I've seen it a million times, but you know, we're talking about it, and just. You can relive some the holiday vibes going on, and mm. you can maybe tune into it. <laughs> you can tune into it. You can tune, <laughs> tune into, into it on FM one zero five seven. It's on Netflix, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that. Very good. So, so do you have my choices for next week? Oh uh, no. No. I've, I'm just being so did bold. do your homework. <laughs> Let me see. You have a little goo. Uh oh no. Do you know what happened? Oh yeah, what? I was saying it to you. I <clears> wanted <throat> I wanted to get Ronan to watch Free Guy for this week. And so I wanted to obviously watch it first because that's our premise to watch. Yeah. And then and then recommend pass it on. Yeah. yeah. And I started watching the first half hour of Free Guy and I literally had to turn it off. I, I was just that desperate to like, I was like, I, there's no coming back from this. It was mm. terrible. It was. It's not good. I watched it all the way through. Um and it's it's toe curlingly bad. It's not good at all. So it doesn't get better. No, it gets worse, if anything. Um it's just a big, expensive, stupid mess. Um and it's like it's clear that like a lot of money was thrown at it because all the effects are top. Looks notch, like, amazing. 
it looks great, but oh god, it's th- that director Sean Levy. I don't know how he keeps. He must know somebody, or he must know where someone's buried because he, yeah, they just keep giving them these massive where... budgets to make these huge films that are just like absolute piles of shit. Like I don't know how he gets away with it, but my god, he does. What like look at his filmography made? and there's like I'm just looking at what he's made before. Oh yeah, oh, all... I did enjoy Night at the Museum. No, you didn't. Nobody enjoyed that. Oh, I did. <laughs> you keep on saying about kids' movies, but it's like I the, there's movies like a good kids' film is a good kid, but these are bad kids' films. These are like films for kids with ADHD or something. It's just they're just not good. Like that's why I enjoyed it. Stranger Maybe. Things? No, he's only been a producer on that. Oh, okay. Executive oh, producer. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He's only producing now. I can only see stuff he's producing. No, but he's made, he's made some absolute clinkers. Like, he's made, you know, the Hugh Jackman thing about the fighting robots? Complete crap. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was. I'm like, I hate IMDb sometimes. Um. Yeah. So basically, I was. He's Canadian as well. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why <you> shit. Ah. <laughs> only joking. Um. No, it says his directing credits include Stranger Things. He might he have, have directed. Maybe yeah, he directed, he might have directed one or some two. of the episodes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, the internship. You remember that stupid thing with like Owen Wilson and oh yeah, and Vince Vaughn where they go for a job at Google. It was like a pure advertisement for Google, like and how they're not an evil, yeah, horrible, cheaper by the dozen, big fat liar. All the night like, museums. No, this they're is very bad. well. Okay, look. very crowd pleasy type of films, but they're just yeah. I did yeah. enjoy Night at the Museum. I actually would. I would actually argue to say that Night at the Museum is a thousand times better than Big Fat Liar, Cheaper by the Dozen and Free Guy put together. So mm. I, I would disagree with you there now. I think I'm just a Ben Stiller fan. Maybe, maybe. Aren't we all? Um, but anyway, yeah, so bottom line is Free Guy bad. Don't watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. It was very disappointing because I was actually looking at it going, oh, this could be really good. Uh, And then it was just like half an hour in, I was kind of like, why am I not getting into this? And then I was like, (laughs) oh, that's right. It's not funny or engaging. It's like half an hour in, I felt like I didn't, I wasn't in the movie. I didn't have like a dig into the movie. Do you know that sort of Mm. way? Whereas like, it should have happened in the first five or ten minutes. You know, where yeah, you're kind of no, like, I'm, inve- it, yeah, I'm invested. I'm invested. So, yeah. You, you saved yourself a, an error. An error and a half, maybe. Well, you, you'd already wasted a half. So, that's true. Um. Okay. So, you tell me what my choices are then for this week. Okay. So. Um, I'm just going to bring them up now because I had them written down here and I've lost the list. So, do you know Tiger King new series is coming out soon as well? Yeah, not not that fast to be honest with you. 
Oh yeah. I watched the first season and I was like, yeah, it's intriguing and very, you know, compelling television when it's on. But then afterwards you're like, these are the worst people ever. Why are we making these people famous? Like they're just one the of worst them is dead kinda. now. Uh I know, yeah, I don't know. There's died, one, one guy from season the first one. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're just the worst kinds of human beings, and we're just making them famous by watching this crap. So I shan't be watching season two. Um Okay, fair enough. <laughs> sorry to to bump me out there. Fair enough, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh your first option is Finch. Finch? Finch, yeah, this is a brand new one. It's on uh, Apple Plus. Apple Plus. Yeah. You have my login. It's fine. Okay. F-I-N-C-H. F-I-N-C-H, yeah. Sound like a real owl one. Is that <laughs> F-I-N-R? Is that with that Tom Hanks fella? And your second option is brand new on Netflix, and it's called Red Notice. Red notice. Mm. Ryan Reynolds again. So sorry, but or ed <laughs> or what? <laughs> or ed or 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 ed. Yeah, no, that that would be yes, yeah, that would be different. Cool. Um, I always see stuff. I should really write them down because I always see stuff, and then I'm like, oh, I'll get Ro to like watch that next time. And then I forget. Um, have you seen War Dogs? War Dogs, no. Who's in that? It's um Jonah Hill, and I can't remember the other actor. Oh, and... uh, Miles Teller. Is oh that yeah, him? yeah, Jonah yes. Hill, Miles Teller. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. I'll, cool. I'll, I'll... So War Dogs, um, <clears throat> or Great News. Great news. No, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, it's a sort of a light and breezy series. Oh, TV series. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Both are on Netflix. Cool. All right. I'll give that a bash. And I'm just making a note of your one. Cool. I'm sorry. Finch is Apple Plus and Red is. Notice is Netflix. Also, yes. And they're movies. They sure are. Cool. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. We will talk to you guys next week. And in the meantime, if you want to message us, you can email at whydidyoupodcast at gmail.com or Instagram at whydidyoupodcast. So, yeah, let us know any suggestions or what your thoughts of what we're reviewing is. Let us know. Okay. Well, that's everything. That's it. Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.